Hey y'all, what's up? I'm Simone Rose and you're listening to the Notebooks and Coffee Podcast where we talk about real life and your mental health. As you know, I'm not a licensed therapist. However, each week I get on here and I share my stories with you all in hopes that I can encourage at least one of you to share yours. That being said, grab your cups and let's talk about it. So this week, I wanted to talk about um, what it means to take accountability for your mental health. And taking accountability for your mental health, it also means to take accountability for your part, your position, and what goes on in your life. I know I've mentioned it before um, briefly where... You know, it's easy for us to put the blame on someone else. It's easy for us to fault others instead of looking at ourselves and how we reacted or how we could have reacted or lack of reaction for that matter. We don't take responsibility for it. We just say, oh, well, you know, I reacted because of X, Y, Z. Which in some cases is fine, but other cases, like, you really have to look at yourself. So for me, y'all know I've been on this journey to self-love for a while now. Um, I've talked about it pretty much the whole entire podcast. And there have been ups and downs. I've had really, really good moments. I've had some really, really low moments. Um, But I found myself in a situation... Where I slipped into some bullshit. Now, initially, I didn't know that that's what it was because it presented very, very well. Um, and once things started to unravel, and I noticed this is the situation for what it was, I still stuck around, and I ended up getting my feelings hurt. And I honestly can't blame anybody else but me. Now I can blame the other party. And say, you know, he didn't have to do what he did or he didn't have to act the way that he acted. But the reality of it is, I saw it. I saw it all. It was presented to me. Like every red flag was in my face. And ladies, we got a habit of looking at red flags and then knowing that they're red flags, but we try to give the flag a different color. Like, oh, it's not red, red. It's like red, orange, or like an orange is yellow. If the flag is red, the flag is red. It is what it is. And because I saw those flags and I chose to move forward, I now had to take accountability for my role. I was allowing things to continue that I didn't want. But for a a minute, I never took the time to say, hey, this this is the role that I play in this situation. And it wasn't until I was on my way home from work and I was texting one of my girlfriends who I love dearly. We have that type of relationship where we are very honest with one another and very candid. And we were talking and I was telling her what was going on. And she texted me, I need you to walk away from all of this foolishness. 
And I remember sitting at the stoplight, reading the message. And I got mad. I'm not even going to lie because I'm like, well, sis, who asked you? I got mad, put my phone down. And then I drove home and it took me about another 20 minutes to get home. I get home and I'm still sitting in the car in front of my house. And I'm literally reading the text message that says, I need you to walk away from all of this foolishness. And I was just like, well, wait a minute. I thought I had walked away from all the foolishness. But I didn't. I was just fussing, cussing, venting about everything that was wrong with the situation. However, because I was still engaged in it, I had to take some ownership. Now, granted, granted, that does not mean that the situation <laughs> was not fucked up because it started out really great. And then it, it ended up being a fucked up situation on the other party. However, I continued to let it happen. And I shouldn't have. I should have stopped. I'm not going to say I should have ran at the first red flag. However, you know, being honest, that second red flag says should have been out. But being me, and like most women, we tend to like try to change the color of the flag. And sometimes it works, sometimes it don't. But I sat in the car and I literally thought about what I could have done differently, what I should have done differently, why I didn't do anything differently, and how I would be accountable moving forward. Like what I would do if this were to happen again. And I literally spent all this time being angry and upset. And rightfully so, rightfully so. But I was so mad at the other person. Like I literally forgot, like you allowed this shit to happen. You kept it going. You could have nipped everything in the bud, but you didn't. And because you didn't, it made this person feel like they can treat you any kind of way. It's no different than, hmm, I'm trying to see how I can explain it. It's no different than being in a situation, let's say you are, you having a heated discussion, you're having an argument, and in that moment, you say some real fucked up shit like I'm talking about fucked up to the point where you like after you said it you just kind of get real quiet because you don't want to say nothing else because you feel like you just did way too much but you can't take it back but now you're you're looking at the other person and you're like blaming them for what you said even though what you said was a reaction you got to take accountability or how you reacted. And that's very difficult to do sometimes. It is very difficult to do sometimes. And this is not 
This is not something that is specific to women, but I'm specifically talking to us because we have a tendency to like to deflect. Not saying that guys don't deflect, but if I'm going to have this conversation about men taking accountability, I would rather do it um, with one of my guy friends, which will probably happen sometime soon. But for us, we tend to deflect a lot. Like everybody wants to talk accountability until it's time to actually take accountability for some shit that you did. Like I have a friend right now who we had a conversation earlier today and he had done some real, you know, questionable things and it caused me to pull away from the relationship in its entirety. Um, And I had this bad, bad habit And I think I talked about it on my toxic traits. So I can be real nonchalant. And my my nonchalantness is a little different than everybody else's. My nonchalantness will have you thinking like or or wondering whether you ever existed to me in the first place. And that goes for anybody like friendships, relationships. Like once I become nonchalant, I typically have you questioning your existence, which is not a good thing. I can admit that that's some toxic shit. However, I'm working on it. I'm in therapy. Um, But when we talked today, you know, he was like, I don't hear from you no more. And it's just like, well, I told you you wasn't going to. So what you want me to say? And I have this thing where I don't like to feel like I'm bothering you. So if I feel like I'm bothering you, I stop bothering you. I like, I bow out gracefully. I don't get upset. I don't get angry. I don't go and rant and rave on um, social media. None of that. I just bow out gracefully. But when he said it, I was like, okay. Well, I told you this was going to happen. And he, I said, I just, I don't feel like I'm, I don't want to feel like I'm, I'm being a pest. Like I'm bothering you. And he was like, you're not bothering me. That's an excuse. Is it an excuse though? Like for me, and when he said it, I had to think. And I was just like, "Mm." it can be looked at as an excuse. But then I am holding myself accountable for the way that I reacted to the situation. I probably could have handled the situation better. However... I'm still a work in progress. And I talked to my therapist um, a couple days ago. So we, we meet once a week. And we discovered, like, I have anger issues. And I don't know where they, they stem from. So that's, we're trying to figure out now um, where my anger issues stem from. So that I can be held accountable when I lash out or flip out and I don't really know how that's gonna go but of course I'll keep y'all updated on it it should be interesting I didn't realize I had anger issues like I knew I had let me take that back I knew I had anger issues but I didn't know they were that bad until I was talking to my therapist and she was like well what happened to you and I was like I don't know 
And she was like, well, we have to get to the root of the problem so we can address it and move forward. Because it's affecting you mentally. And that's what led me to doing this podcast, honestly. Like, taking accountability really does mess with your mental health if you don't. You tend to put the blame on everybody else. You get into this weird-ass bubble, like, where you're angry, you're emotional, and irrational. All... I'm not going to say for no reason, but essentially it can be for no reason, um, depending, on the, depending on the situation. For me, I know now I'm learning to look at myself and look at the role I play in order to better direct my thoughts or, or better channel my energy. Um Because for a really long time, I wasn't taking accountability for myself. And I was allowing situations to literally have me drained emotionally, physically, not eating, not sleeping, um, crying all the time. And it wasn't until I started looking at what I could have done differently, if anything, did I start to realize like, okay, so had you not reacted this way, things probably wouldn't have went this left. Or had you reacted this way, you could have prevented X, Y, Z. In essence, your actions determine your mental state. And I say that because typically whenever you do something, you tend to think about it. Good, bad, or indifferent. Everything you do, you think about. Whether it's for a split second, whether it's for a few minutes, whether it's for a few hours, a couple days. How you react to certain things ultimately impacts your mental. And it could put you in a really, really messed up space, whether it's thinking, um, you know, you're not worthy or you're crazy. Now, granted, I think everybody's a little crazy. It's just different levels to it. But whether it is feeling unworthy or feeling like you're crazy, um, feeling like You can't get right. Feeling like nothing you do is right. Um, Feeling unwanted or jaded or whatever. How you respond to situations determines where you are mentally. For me, at least. Like, I know once I flip out, that's it. As bad as it sounds like. Once I flip out, there's pretty much no coming back from it. And then it takes me a minute to calm down and kind of like reevaluate. And then I usually have to talk to my sister because she's the same one. 
out of the two of us. Um, and then once I talked to her, it's like, Ugh, I probably could have did this a little different. Or I should have handled this situation a little bit better. And it's it, it's becoming more frequent that I admit where I am wrong or where I could have handled things differently. Which for me is a good thing because I was never that person. Like I would always look to be like, oh no, he or she did this to me. It was their fault. But in reality, like I, I played a role in it too. I have um, someone who I talked to the other day and I was literally just letting her vent and explain what it was she was going through. And I asked her. So at what point do you look at yourself and say, this ain't it, or I should be doing this, or I could be doing this? And we was on FaceTime, and, you know, her facial expressions, it made me laugh, because this is these are the type of conversations that we have. Like, when one of us says something that the other one don't like, we just kind of freeze and be like, I always think I'm going to call you back. And then we get off the phone. But we've had those conversations and it's like, you, you got to be accountable. You have to. You can't hold someone else accountable for their bullshit and not do it to yourself. It's imbalanced. And it don't even make sense. At all. So I say all of that to say, like, just think. Think before you react. And even if you do react, Go back and think. Like, could I have done something different? Was I wrong in this situation? If I was wrong, how do I correct the situation? Because a lot of people, we get to the, if I was wrong, sometimes. But then we don't do nothing to correct it. It's just like, all right, I was wrong. So what? And the biggest, the biggest misconception that I have seen with accountability is instead of saying I apologize for hurting your feelings or I apologize for doing xyz we say I fucked up that is not the same thing it may sound like you're taking accountability when in actuality you're not it's just saying all right yeah i fucked up it's it's kind of like one of those things where i'm saying it so you can shut up i've done that i've been the one who has you know done something and then been like all right i fucked up which in essence it could be looked at as taking accountability but the reality of it is i'm not owning up to it because i'm not apologizing for my actions It's just not how it works. So I say all of that to say, take accountability for your shit. Good, bad, or indifferent. Sometimes you have to look in the mirror and say, hey, I was wrong. Or this is what could have been done in order to prevent this. This is how I'm going to be better. And in doing so, you stop a lot of these crazy thoughts that you have unnecessarily 
You stop a lot of the sleepless nights. You stop a lot of the thrown off diets, not eating or eating too much. Simply by taking accountability. If you take accountability for the role that you play in every situation, it helps with taking accountability for your mental health. I'm out, y'all. I'll catch y'all next week.